0: John chapter 3 and look at John 3 chapter 3 verse 22 we're going to read a couple of verses here John is the first book of the no that's not the first book (laughs) Matthew Mark Luke and John the fourth book of the New Testament I love the book of John because it John presents Jesus as God love that book uh, it was one of the first books I read when I got saved. Look at John chapter 3 verse 22. <clears throat> it says there and uh, it says, and after these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea and de- he tarried with them and baptized. <clears throat> and John was baptized in Aaron near Salem uh, because there was much water there. And they came and and they, I'm sorry. And they came, and were baptized. For John was not yet cast into prison. And there, and there arose uh, a question between some John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John. They came, and they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, uh, he that he that was with thee, behold, beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness? Behold, the same baptized, and all men come to him. John answered and said. A man can't receive nothing except it is given him from heaven. Uh, And uh, verse 28 says, Ye yourselves bear me witness, then I said, I'm not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that had uh, had the bride is the bridegroom, but the friends of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him him rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled." and verse 30 says he must increase but i must decrease shall we pray heavily father thank you lord for this passage of scripture lord this is a brand new year many decisions will be made many people take different routes different destinies lord but i pray father help us to stay on the road that leads to heaven stay focused on you and put you first above everything else Lord, I pray, may we give you the steering wheel and sit in the passenger seat. May we not the world, allow the world and the people of this world to shape our minds and fill our minds with worldly things. Help us to stay close to you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I was pretty much, the Lord gave me three messages on this message. And I was gonna say, I was going Lord, what message you want me to preach? Because I got three. One is a very sobering message, and uh, I was uh, the message was in my heart was to, to let it go and give you <laughs> a, like you know, some more like a uh, you know, you need to hear you know, so this is a season. So, and the other one was more like a a uh, a message of that said the Lord but I, the Lord just laid my head and said just preach this message so the message this morning i want to encourage you this morning a message of encouragement as you face the new year okay our uh, theme for the year is more of jesus and less of me uh, uh we uh, last year was refocus i think this this year if we let jesus live in us more and allow him to do more things i think we can make a big difference so the title of the message He must increase, but I must decrease. If we're going to have more of Jesus and less of me, then God must increase in our own hearts and lives as we make decisions. So every new year, many people have the tendency to make new plans, new dreams, and set new goals. Did you set your goals? Many people go to the gym tomorrow and do all these uh, memberships for the year. But for many of them, uh, that's the only time they go. they bet the membership, and that's it. Uh, others do other friend things. Some people say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in this diet, or I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. They do all these things. Here's one thing that I do every year, and I hope, I just wanna encourage you, I read my Bible every year. And I wait, I wait. even if I my Bible early, I start reading different books, but I like to start January 1st, I like start Genesis chapter one, and I make my way through the Bible. Some years I finish faster than others, but I mean, you know, it's just me. I want to just read through my Bible something that I do systematically through the year, uh, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, all that. So uh, many may say, new year, new life. Some, uh, uh, new year, new things. Some because the previous year was not as good uh, as they have expected to be. Others just want to better themselves to better things. And if you don't matter how bad things uh, may be in the past, they just wanted to dream of a better year. They're they are optimistic for the new. And listen, it's good to be optimistic, isn't it? It's good to be optimistic. To be optimistic about what, I mean, I mean, be honest with you, I'm optimistic about what the Lord's going to do in my life, in your life, in the life of the church. How are we going to serve Him through the year? I'm very optimistic about that. Some even, uh, 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 some even, full of optimism, set goals uh, for the new year. I set my goals. I have goals that I like to do. Some of them never make it anywhere. And uh, you know, others, I, I like to I maintain it. And I, I believe some of you have those goals too. Others is just going, uh oh, past just a new day, and I praise the Lord I'm here. You know, so. so listen, please. There, there's nothing wrong about making plans and being optimistic about tomorrow. I think optimism is a good thing. Uh, smile more is a good thing doesn't I mean like but uh, life is full of troubles yes of course it's full of trouble uh, life is every day is comes with new problems isn't it but we can be optimistic about the next day and the next day and the next day so now we have a brand new year in front of us a year full of op- opportunities to do all kinds of productive things now this is also a brand new year full of opportunities for each one of us to become better productive Christians you say well Lord I-, I wish I could be a better Christian this is a new day right now start fresh start anew the Lord says mercies are new uh, every morning so God forgives God gives the opportunity and say Lord I want to serve you more now we have in 365 days this year what are you gonna do with them so how can we what can we do being Christians how can we become better Christians More of Jesus, less of me. That's it. How can I be a better Christian? If I do this, if I do this, if I do that. More of Jesus, less of me. John the Baptist made a statement that is recorded here in John chapter 3, verse 30, which is profound. Profound because it teaches a great principle. And if any of us have a desire to grow spiritually, more of Jesus, less of me. You know what? The older I get is what I see listen let me give you this because let me put it this way I didn't grow up in a Christian home I didn't grow up with Bibles around me you know I grew up with with bottles of alcohol around me that's what I grew up with each and every day they're in the counters everywhere but you know one thing is I got saved and and I began to live my Christian life and and I've been saved for several years I was like you know what? The world has nothing to offer us. There's nothing to offer us. We might think that, oh, only if I do this. Really. The grass always looks greener in the other side of the fence, folks. I came from that side. And let me tell you this. Stay where you are, follow the Lord, and the Lord bless you immensely. He must increase, John said, but I must decrease. The ministry of John the Baptist and Jesus are overlapping here. John was about, uh, been preparing the way of the Messiah by calling for people to repent of their sin and be baptized. John is fulfilling a prophecy made, spoken by Isaiah the prophet many centuries before. Look what he says Isaiah 43. The voice of him that cried in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the, uh, straight in the desert a highway for our God. Folks, what do you think we're doing right now? Aren't we prepared the way of the Lord because he's coming back? He's coming, you know what? Uh, and people need to be prepared. Because if you're not prepared, you're going to be left behind. How can Jesus increase, increase in my life and I decrease? You know what it is? It, listen, folks, this is so, I'm only trying to encourage you today. How can Jesus increase in my life and I decrease? You know how it is? more of god less of the world you follow that if we fill our minds with godly things and die to the things of this world we live better lives we be more joyful people listen i'm not talking about, i'm talking about individual people here you individually with god and you walk with the lord if you put more of god in your life you will die to those things in the world and the more you put of, of the things of God in your life let me put you look at the things of the world you say that's foolishness you know what that foolishness can shape many people's lives now let's look at this from several points this morning I'm trying to encourage you this morning number one about more of Jesus less of me understand who Jesus is if for you to make more of Jesus and less of you you need to understand who Jesus is? Who is Jesus to you? Oh, he's a good teacher. Oh, he's Jesus. He's there. You know, he died on the cross. <laughs> who is Jesus personally to you? You want me to tell tell you who he is to me personally? He's my savior. He's my God. He's my shepherd. He's my all. So if he's all that to me, guess what? I'm gonna serve him. Even if I do it by myself, I don't believe I will do that, but anywhere. So the prophet said, there's nobody. Remember the prophet said, "There's nobody body. I'm all by myself." And God said, I have many down there. But let me tell you, understand who Jesus is. And Jesus said, "If you love me, wow, keep my commandments. 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 Listen, when we are playing with sin, When we are indulging in sin, we're not showing Christ's love to others, are we? Absolutely not. We are hurting ourselves, and we're giving a bad testimony to others. Understand who Jesus is. The Bible has hundreds of names for Jesus. Understand who Jesus Jesus is means that you have an understanding of what you do. When you come to God's house, and you won't come to worship the Lord, you know why you come into God's house. When you open your mouth and you sing, you know why you're singing because you know the person to whom he's singing to. Look at the an angel's testimony in Matthew 1 Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and that shall call his name Emmanuel, which means, interpret, God with us. The, the, the angel said it this, this way it is God with us can you imagine that when the angel talked to Joseph in a dream he testified to him who Jesus really is God with us some people say oh Jesus is a good man Jesus is this Jesus is that you know what the Bible literally says Jesus is God and when he walked on the face of the earth God was walking among us and let me tell you, when we today, we worship Jesus, we are worshiping the Lord. When we preach and when we teach and when we sing, it's to Him, to God be the glory. Don't come to church and waste your time, folks. You might not have another opportunity. You know why? Listen, you, people say, oh, I can worship the Lord in, uh, in the ocean, uh, on a golf course. And Yes, you can. What about with your church family? What about with God's people? That's not what the bible says do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together He's talking about the assembly of god He's not talking about individual people some people you know I, I love when people come with these statements oh i can worship god over there yes you can you can now with your with the assembly if you're by yourself so the angel's testimony let it be a bold man's testimony go to matthew chapter 16 a bold man's testimony. Look, it says in Matthew 16. Let's look. Look what it, says, what it says there. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, "Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Jesus is asking a question here, folks. And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and other Jeremias, or one of the other prophets. Isn't that what many people say these days? Oh, Jesus is a good man. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is a good teacher. Oh yeah, Jesus was a prophet. You know what the Bible says? Jesus was Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. And look what it says. He said unto them, I mean, they give him the answer, but he said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? No, Jesus went from a general question who people say that I am to personally pinpoint and say, but who I am to you? That's a good question, isn't it? If Jesus, listen, if we say Jesus is God, if Jesus is my God, and he says, if you love me, keep my commandments, he comes with this question, but who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter Anson said, look what he says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God what an answer what an answer folks every christian have a testimony to give every christian have a story to tell of how where and when he received christ as lord and savior listen if you whatever you are no workplace in no the industry if somebody say to you who are you are you a christian what would you say yeah. do you love jesus Some people say, don't bring religion to work. Listen, if somebody at work is going to ask me, are you a Christian? I'm going to say, yes, I am. And then Jesus said, if you deny me, I deny you. If you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. I'm not to listen to the words of man and say, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that. You know what? I do what the Bible says. Don't be ashamed of me because I won't be ashamed of you. In a workplace, I'm not ashamed of my God. You should never be. Let us see, a zealot Pharisee's testimony, a zealot Pharisee testimony. I'm just giving you some things about people, what they think about Jesus. Look what says in Acts chapter 9, verse 3. And as they journey, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined around him a light from heaven. And he fell on the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, 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 why persecutest persecutest thou me? And they said unto him, listen to thee. To the question who art thou Lord and the Lord said unto him I am Jesus whom thou persecutest it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks look what it says there right here he says it's interesting that he's persecuting the Lord and suddenly he said who are you Lord obviously he knew what's going on here we see a zealous testimony you see a person that he was persecuting the church of the living God, going from place to place. And it, the Bible doesn't say how much this man did, but he did a lot because even he, he felt sorry for himself in other books of the Bible. But let me know, when he got saved, what happened to Paul? He was a zealous Pharisee. He was a man of the law. If you if you know anything about the Word of God, he knew everything. But you know what? That's what he had was just law. What he had was religion, and he met the Lord. What happened to him? He became the greatest missionary to ever lived. He was put in prison. He was stoned to death. Happened so many things to him. He never gave up. Today it's like, oh, that person was mean to me. That's say, I ain't doing that anymore. That's what we do. Oh, that person was wrong. Oh, I ain't going over there. Hey, go across the street till that. Oh, I don't do that. But he went everywhere. And the Bible says, he everywhere he went, he preached what? Christ. He told people about the Lord. Folks, you know what our Lord, our world needs? Jesus. He needs The world needs Emmanuel. That's what the world needs. And Paul gives a testimony of how it to, is to know Jesus. When these people met the Lord, they understood what they have done I, i'm trying to encourage you this morning okay number two okay more of jesus less of me how you do that forgive the same way you've been forgiven this is a hard one because we can forgive but we don't forget you follow that somebody can do something very bad to you and you say i forgive you but it doesn't mean that you forget you think the, the Lord forgive our sin? You think he forgot? He did not. But he chooses to forget. Forgiveness can be very hurtful, can be hard. But look what it says in Luke 14, 11. for it says, and forgive us our sins as we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. Ephesians 41 says, Let all bitterness and wrath And anger, and claim, and evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. And it says, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So, how should we forgive? For us Christians, if we're going to be more of Jesus and less of me, how can how are you going to forgive people? The same way God has forgiven you. Is it hard? Yes. I would never tell you it's easy. Listen, if somebody is misusing your name, talking trash about you, seeing all kinds of nasty things about you, or purposely pointing the finger at you, whatever it is, or physically hurt you, is it hard to forgive? Yes, it is, folks. we humans. We have feelings and emotions. But God says, forgive them the way I have forgiven you. Because you know what? God has feelings and emotions, too. We are made in the image of God. You have been forgiven greatly. More of Jesus, less of me. Let's forgive. You know, I said there are situations you just let it go. There was a situation that happened in my, in this week, I, and I said, "Let it go, let it go." Because some people sometimes they don't understand, or they don't want to understand. We live in a very wicked world, folks. Number three, love as you are loved, loved as you are loved. More of Jesus, less of me, loved as you are. How much are you loved? Think about it. How much do God love you? That's a good answer right there. Do you ever look at Calvary's cross? And when God opened his hands, it is finished. That's how much he loves you. Love you Love as you are loved. Let me put it this way. Yeah, people that are not very lovable. You got that? You try to love them; they're just rude, outright rude. And you know, you try to approach them, and just they're not very approachable. And the more you try, you know, and you get hurt in the process. Hey, I'm just trying to love you. I'm just trying to be close to you. Why do you keep pushing away? There are people like that. But we have to love them in Jesus' name. Let's be real here, folks. How should I love unconditionally? As long as you remember that, that love is not based on feelings, but as a choice that you make. But let me explain myself here. Love is a choice, but feelings and emotion goes with it. You follow that? So you choose to love someone, but. As you love, so as the feelings and the emotions. Don't leave that because it follows through. You love somebody, and that person is hurting, crying, and you end up crying with that person. Why are you crying? Because your emotions, you're broken as much as the other person is. Your love began to be expressed in tears. So we, if we choose not to love people, We'll never let Jesus increase in our lives because self-will is, gets in the way. God loves you. And Jesus said, love me with all your heart, mind, and soul. So we have to love God, but you have to, we have to love our neighbors as ourselves. So number four, how can Jesus increase and I decrease? Be a student of his word. Be a student of his word. There are many Christians who never read through their Bibles. Why? We read everybody's uh, posts on Facebook. We go to Twitter and spend hours in it. And there's hundreds of social media things out there. TikTok is the thing of the day today. How many hours do you spend on TikTok? Oh, know, five minutes. Really? Three hours later, uh, uh, you're lost in time. I don't have TikTok. I don't plan to have TikTok. I don't care about TikTok. I don't care. I don't want TikToks. <laughs> you know, I've got things to do, you know. Yeah. but you know, you, know, you know, like, oh, I don't have time. I'm too busy. For what? Be a student of God's Word. Nobody should, listen, you should be a great student of God's Word. There's a passage in the, you know, book of Psalm. I don't have it with me right here. I don't remember the, but it says, paraphrase there, I know more than my teachers, the psalmist says. Obviously, if he says, I know more than my teachers because I'm a good student, we should be, we should be, we should be a student of God's word. Be a student of God's word. Look, go to 2 Timothy 2.15. Look what it says there. 2 Timothy 2.15. Are you there? Open your phones, your iPad, whatever you have, God's word is in and Let's look at it. Look what it says, the first word. Where's the first word? Study. Study. To show thyself approval unto whom? Unto God. Not unto man. Unto God. And look what it says. A workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly divided the word of truth. are, Are you a student of God's word? When is the last time you read your Bible? Listen, I'm not here to critique you, believe me. I'm, here to, I'm trying to encourage you. When last time you read your Bible? You, nobody have to tell you, I'm going to read, uh, I have to read. Oh, the pastor told me to read God. i got to go read God's Word. You know, if I, if you're going to listen just to me, you know what's going to happen? You're going to read about three or, four, three or four weeks and you're going to stop. It's got to be something that is in you. More of Jesus, less of me. Uh, Lord, I want to know who you are. I want to know your character, your love. I want to know everything about you, Lord. And I want to learn how to live life here on earth. Folks, let me put it this way. Don't try to live somebody else's life. Don't let somebody else live your life. Live your life. Honor God. You know how many people have criticized me because I'm a Christian? Even close, I have people call me close-minded. I said, okay you guys, okay, I'm fine with it. As long as I'm good with God, I'm not living to please you or you. I'm living to please God. Be a student of God's Word. Listen, please. A student is a learner of someone who who is training. So God wants to train us. The more you study, the more you will know the Lord. The more you learn, the more you will gain in the ways of the Lord. The more you gain, the more you will... Put into practice what you know. The more you put to practice, the more Christ or Jesus will increase in you. The more you you uh, and the more you decrease, the more God is glorified in your body. Is that simple? We are told here that the Scriptures have the power to make one wise, folks. People go to colleges to be wise, study all kinds of books and stuff. You know what? You know what I do? I'm not naive. I study the Bible. You know the greatest book to read, very practical for everyday life? Proverbs. Read it up. It's up to date every time. You know, do not make friends with angry people? Is that good or what? You try to make, make friends with somebody that is angry all the time, ain't going to work. God is wise. Actually, God's been around longer than any of us. See, people buy all kinds of things, buy all kinds of books. Listen, stick with God's word. Be a student. Be a learner. It's amazing how many people don't know about God. Let me give you a story here. I'm looking at my clock there. So, A pastor entered class as a lesson was in progress and asked, who broke down the walls of Jericho? A young kid says, Theo says, no, Theo, it was not Theo, <laughs> said, says, not me, sir. The pastor turned to the teacher and asked, is this the usual, uh, the, is this, I'm sorry, is this the usual behavior in this class? The teacher replied, I believe this boy is honest, sir, and I really don't think that he did break the walls of Jericho. Leaving the room, the pastor saw a deacon and explained what was happening. The deacon said, I have known both... Uh, both the boy and the, the teacher for several years, and neither one of them would do such a thing. Pastor, they don't will never break the walls of Jericho. By this time, the pastor was heartsick and reported the incident to the Christian educator uh, of the school. In this, uh, they had, and they said, "We see no point in making an issue of this pastor. Let's let's pay the bill for the damage of the walls of Jericho and charge us." Uh, uh, and I'm sorry, and charge and charge it up to un- un- keep anywhere, how insurance may may even cover the expenses. So you listen to a story like that and say, these people have no clue what they're talking about. These people never read their Bible. They don't even know what the Walls of Jericho are. That's what happened to a lot of Christians. They don't read their Bible. They don't even know what the Walls of Jericho is. Isn't that sad? It's absolutely sad. If I can spend all day. On Facebook, all day on Twitter, all day on TikTok, whatever else is out there. And I don't have time to spend with my gods, not even five minutes a day. That is sad. I'm not trying to put you down. Listen, folks, I'm trying to encourage you more of Jesus, less of me. Okay? Number four be a man or woman of prayer. Philippians 4, 6, Be careful for nothing but in everything by print supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Listen, when we got saved, how amounts were not made to trash people. You got that? When we receive forgiveness and we are saved, the Lord doesn't get very happy. What, What we do is talk bad about other people. Trying to help you here, but to pray for people. And anybody can pray. Everybody in the church can pray. Don't care how physical ill you are. Everybody can pray. Be a man of prayer. But let's say, be careful for not. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanks given, let your requests be made known unto God. Somebody do you wrong? What do you do? Pray. Is that hard? Yeah, of course it's hard. But we have to pray. We can never be too busy that we cannot pray. Pray throughout the day. Pray in your job. Pray in your car. Pray when you walk. Pray. You say, well, I cannot close my eyes. Please don't do when you drive. But you can talk to the Lord with your eyes open and your hands on the wheel. Correct? Absolutely. What about a job? Lord, I don't know how to do that. Pray. Pray for your co-worker ahead of you that's not saved. Pray for them. Pray. He's a good year ahead of us. Why don't we pray? Why don't we pray? Listen, number five. Be sincere with God. I had to switch my heart on this one. Lord, am I sincere with you? Be sincere with God. In today's society, it's hard to find someone who's sincere, who is truthful to you. You know how many people, through the years, yeah, I'm a pastor, and they lie right in your face and you know they're lying to you. You have those people? Have that happened to you? And your heart is just thorn It's like, why are you lying? And you don't want to be disrespectful. You show kindness in return, and you just go, "Oh my word." And you know, I mean, you know, it was a day on which people get a little red, uncomfortable if they say a lie. Today is the talk of the day. It just slides right out. What about with God? Do we lie to the Lord? Wow. Do we lie to the Lord? Be sincere with God. What we find is a society full of people very suspicious of each other. Why such phenomenon? When we take God out of everything in society, folks, moral absolutes will begin to decay, and eventually you will have a dishonest society. We have a society that we don't trust each other. Why do you think we have so many scammers on phones today? Yeah. Right. Dishonesty. I, I, sometimes I think, how can you sit on the phone knowing that you try to steal from somebody? That society at a high risk, right, a high level, right there. They learn not to care for their fellow men. That's what we live in right now. Not to care for our fellow men. And when we come to that point, we lose all respect for anybody. Can you imagine? The other day, I got a phone call, and they left a message for me. I didn't answer the phone. I said, uh, you need to check your electric bill, because if you don't, your bill is going to be closed. Your electricity is going to be closed in one hour. <laughs> well, we have uh, three or two electric bills here at the church and one of my house. And I have one in my house in Florida. It's like, when what electric bill he's talking about here? I'm talking to my wife. I said, honey, can you check this stuff? And she did. She checked it. She called me back and said, that's a scam. I said, that people are so wicked. So wicked. They try things just to manipulate you. What about God? Are we sincere with God? Lord, from this day on, I'm going to pray. Are you being sincere? Lord, I'm going to read my Bible. Are you being sincere with God? You follow that what I'm saying? Lord, I'm going to forgive more. Are you being sincere? Lord, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you with all my heart. Are we being sincere with God? Or are we just talking for talking? God knows if we're sincere with him or not. Here's one thing about trying and being sincere with God. Another thing we sometimes fail, but it's not because we're not sincere. Things Things happen. But when we say things and two years later we still say, oh Lord, I'm going to pray. Oh Lord, I'm going to serve you. And five years later, oh Lord, we're not being sincere with Him. Be sincere with God this year. Be sincere with Him. Be truthful to Him. Talk to Him in a way that is truthful. God wants truth. Us to be sincere with Him. Let me put it this way. If I talk to you, Wouldn't you like me to be sincere with you? Wouldn't you be offended and hurt if I were not sincere with you? Of course you would. You would say like, "How dare you? That's disrespectful." Wouldn't you say that? I mean, I would. What about with the Lord? That's heavy, folks. Lord, am I sincere with you? Lord, I'm going to start reading my Bible. I'm going to be a student of Your Word. I'm gonna make more time with you. When we speak those words, are we being sincere? You know they say, uh, talk is cheap? It can be very cheap. Well, I think sometimes, a lot of times, society, people don't believe other people, they don't trust other people because talk is cheap. People just empty words. I like to be a person of my word. if I say I say it, sometimes I fail and I ask forgiveness. A person you know people will respect us for that if we are people of our word, I think we need to do that with God. Be sincere with the Lord. I conclude with this folks. John the Baptist wrote, "He must increase, but I must decrease." These are profound words those words. Uh, Speaks of a wanted desire that grows into the heart of each one of us. I cannot make you decrease. You got that? I cannot make you decrease. That is a want that you want to have. Listen, I'm not trying. I didn't try to criticize you if you spend time on Facebook, through all these social media things. What I'm trying to help you here is this more of Jesus, less of me. Don't let the world rob you of time with the Lord. Because, listen, let me be honest with you. I, 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 I use Facebook too, and other but let me tell you this. What do we do when we go through the thing? Oh, anybody put likes on my things? That's Facebook. What about Twitter? Listen, you don't want Twitter because you'd be depressed. You know why? Because there's no likes on Twitter. <laughs> you just put it there, so like. everybody's dead on the other side. It's amazing. You, you try and you see. TikTok is like, you know what? I don't want to be entertained by other people. I really don't. Listen, listen. I'm a, I'm, I'm a good jumpy around like, you know, like little, little Tigger. I entertain myself. I, I really don't want nobody to entertain me. But that's what it is. What about, you know, listen, there's hundreds of social stuff out there. Don't let that steal time with you away from God. If we allowed, allow, we have, we got 24 hours in a day and we spend zero with God. Zero, zip don't do that John the Baptist said he must increase I must decrease let's pray Heavenly Father thank you Lord for this message this morning Lord I try to be an encouragement to my brothers and brothers and sisters this morning and I pray father as we face this new year help us Lord to smile more to rejoice more to trust you more Lord and be sincere with you in our words and actions and attitudes, Lord. May we be sincere with you and truthful with you and people as well. And I pray, Father, help us to decrease more and have more Jesus in us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.